Yo, yo, welcome back to another episode of Monday Night Hustlers, uh, the internet's number one poverty pod. Uh, we're back again. I've lost count of all the weeks since lockdown. We're like week 30, probably. Uh, the date is August. We're in August. Holy shit, we're in August. August 3rd, 2020. Um, episode Jordan plus 49. 49. This, this quarantine has definitely made me feel how short time really is. Like, or how much, like, how quickly time flies by. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're still, like, I just feel like we're still in the first month. Yeah, I don't feel, I don't feel that, to be completely honest, I don't feel that different. Like, I was never someone that needed to go out for dinner every day and all this other stuff. I, like, work from home, work from the office, and that's all I did. I feel different. Yeah, I feel, I, yeah if I was in my 20s, I'd probably throw a temper tantrum, like, in my early 20s. About. Oh, yeah. If I was, like, my early 20s, I was trying to, like, go to bars and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, would throw, I would throw an absolute fit. But now that I'm, like, yeah, now that I'm 31, I don't care. I'm doing what I usually do. Fucking millennial. <laughs> um, Why do you feel different, Dan? I just feel like nothing matters. Black lives matter. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! I mean, yes, yes, they do. But um, why? Why does nothing matter? I don't know. Everyone's sitting at home. You're not seeing each other. You're trying to make this work, but in the back of everyone's head, you're just like, "What is it?" Like, I, I kind of agree with that. It's like. Because we're not, you know, people aren't traveling. They're not. Yeah. Doesn't it make you think that all the things that we did before are, are unnecessary and it kind of gave us a... Yeah, um, that's what I was going to say. That, okay, yeah. So that gave us like a recess. Like, hey, do we really need to see people in person when we're doing business? We definitely do. Are we need to spend, you know, $400 a week going out and eating and going to bars? Hey, do we really need to do all these things? This is like the devil's sign of stay away from people so you can isolate yourself. And get in your own thoughts. Get in your own thoughts. I think it's like but I, but I but I feel like those personal connections in person are very important, and they mean a lot more. There's just something about like that human to human connection in person. Yeah, dude. So we we went camping this weekend, and it was like some of the guys, and we were on this camping resort. You call it a resort, but it's it's really just a, a field of land be able to um and it was nice to just like connect with people they had a bar on site that didn't follow any of the social distancing rules um the only time they asked you to put on a mask was when you went to their slot machines where the the state was actually watching because they had cameras everywhere around there uh -huh. um, but everyone was like acting normal and what state know, illinois oh okay uh, and this is, this is how Dan gets coronavirus. And this is how Dan gets COVID, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was it was nice to kind of, like, have those types of interactions again. But I wouldn't say, like, I don't know. Human connection with your, like, your people is important. And that hasn't stopped but since, it, since COVID as for a, me. As a statistic, in terms of all people, I think <clears throat> I think you build a little bit more human i'm going to just call it humanism that you're just engaging with people on a regular basis whether whether you're you're like oh you know nothing has changed or you're a truck driver or you work at a wendy's or you're a ceo of a company like there's still there's still like a major 
Yeah, no, it's better. Like when psychologically you're for all yeah. those people. Yeah, I mean, psychologically, I feel like thing productivity has slowed down like uh, across the entire spectrum. Um, but yeah, the, that human element is missing. Like you can't network and like, hey, let's shake hands and talk about something. Let's it's like, it's like conversations that don't happen. Yeah. I was gonna say when I was at Kraft, they, you know, they were like, they weren't like totally against traveling for, for work, but if you didn't have to do it, don't do it. You know, but then when I went to Eagle, I kind of had the mindset of like, oh, I don't need to like see people at the plants or the warehouses. But when I started traveling and shaking hands with people, meeting people, getting to know them, felt like the working relationship was a billion times better. Um, a billion times better, really? Yeah, and like things got done better. Like if I if I needed to call them, because like I you know we could call them on their cell. They, we established that relationship, and you know I felt like things got. You know, but how how has that changed? How has that changed for you? Like you're saying it's a billion times better, which means it's significantly but, better when you're in person. But like, has your business slowed down? Has your so for me at my current job? Obviously, I'm not really communicating or not doing like doing a lot of those face to face interactions. Like I can do my job. Well, imagine you starting your job now and not having that. I'm going to yeah, give that you would a lot harder. Not having my manager like, right there. Give them a call. No, it would take twice as long to be yeah. in that kind of relationship. To be in that, like, hey, I'm going to respond to Waleed because Waleed's my guy. Waleed's yeah, yeah. that person. Like, that, sure, they'll call you back. It's harder to like, call yeah. what you want. You know? It's harder for you to build like, up execution. If you're in the world of like execution, like, that's. That I feel is important to build those relationships. I mean, that's the only world we live in, and we're still executing. Uh, I'm, so, I'm more, I'm more like long-range planning. Yeah, but like, like, so that, I think there's a lot of elasticity in the results that you get from you being in person versus you being virtual, and like, I think there will be long-term effects of that, like in terms of you know. I, we made more business or made more business happen and things were more productive and more efficient when we were in person. And once companies and corporations see that, they'll go back to the whole in-person traveling stuff. Mm. But like a lot of companies are seeing the opposite effect where people are more productive at home. They're saving a lot of money on rent and, you know, keeping office buildings running. And they're going to make that dramatic shift to, to all virtual. Yeah. Like, like the, it's it's really like us as a culture have moved away from home versus work or work life balance in a in a big way. Like we've blended all of that together, and like I'm guilty of that too because like I don't have a work life balance. Like like uh, going out on this camping trip, I still have my phone. I'm still answering emails. I'm going on a on a road trip with Ashley at the end of August, and I had to ask was like, hey, is there going to be Wi Fi? Should I get hotspot? I'm gonna need to be on top of stuff still while I'm gone for five days. Um, but like this whole idea of work-life balance. But Nick, you also do work in a unique, I mean, you're an entrepreneur. Like, I understand like, but like a lot of people uh, work the same way. Like a lot of people like in your industry, if you went on vacation for a week, you would still have your phone on you for like emergencies. Like one of our developers went on vacation for a week. He's like, I'm gonna bring my laptop in case something goes down and I need to, I need to you know, do something and he was yeah. still responding on us he wasn't completely disconnected um yeah no see my job i would be completely disconnected you wouldn't answer a single phone call no out of office here reach my backup leads an employee at a big corporation 
if, if I was at Eagle where I manage the entire supply chain of, a, of an entire business, yeah, I, I have my phone locked in with my email, but the job I'm in now. No, I disagree. If there was a, if there was a, a, a culture in be, between employees, so always between a higher up, like obviously CEO, you're like, I need to be there all the time. And it's good to see an employee like that. But he, like, that employee sees himself as, like, step number two. Yeah. No, exactly. Which they are. Which we, which I love. Yeah, which. Shout out amazing. Greg if you're yeah. listening. Shout, uh, yeah. Greg listened to a podcast a couple of weeks ago. Shout out Greg. True. Greg, killing it. Yeah, but. Um, no, I, I understand that. But, like, back to my point is, like, we've, we've uh, blurred the line between work and life. And. COVID is kind of making that even more emphasized because now you're dealing with your kids at home while you're on a video conference call and like all these other things. And it's, and it's making it even more blurred. So like, yeah, dude, I literally, I feel bad for them. I mean, it's all I hear. Like that's like their number one complaint is their, their kids. And here I am like worrying about if I watered my plants once, once a week. Oh shit. I need to water my plants. Good reminder. Uh, yeah, but like, I'm just saying like that, that blur is going to be going to get even more blurry when we're on the other side of this, because you're going to be like, wait, why can't you answer a call when you're at home? You did six months ago when we were under COVID, like what's stopping you from doing that now? And people are more productive now because they're working more hours or are available more hours now during the day because their work is their home. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely like on until like some days till seven or 8 PM. Yeah. Like it's, it's. Like, there's no reason for you not to be. It's not like, oh, I left the office. I turned my uh, work phone off. Your work phone is on the whole time. Dude, low key, um, if I'm speaking, like, selfishly, COVID-19 saved my lower back because I don't have to commute. Yeah. Positive. Yeah, and it saved you a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you just hated commuting from the get-go, dude. You know why? It, that, that, that isn't even a... Uh, car. You get you in a Mazda. feel good. You drive. Oh, yeah, no, I would, I would have to because... The, I would need a custom seat, like a seat that's not a bucket seat and not wide because I'm not bragging that I have, not trying to brag, but I do have a wide back and that like protrudes my shoulders. How is that a brag? Yeah. I got a wide back. You calling yourself fat or what? No, I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm yoked, but uh, uh, what happens is like in the bucket seats, my shoulder like protrudes forward and then I just like get all this pain in my neck, my shoulder and I have haven't experienced any of that. Mazda doesn't give you those problems. Yeah. If Mazda has wide seats, see, here's the problem too, is like, I'm not in the mode or like in the mindset for a new car because I'm barely using it. Exactly. So like, I bet you if you were working full time or commuting, you would be in a new car. I, I would. I was literally in the process of getting a new car. There you go. COVID saved you 30K. I literally, I think, yeah, we talked that I was probably, I was looking at a Jeep. Oh, yeah, you were. Thank God. That's a sign, dude. <laughs> I actually heard uh, Dodge Chrysler's improve their transmissions, and they're actually now using a German transmission that's more reliable. Yeah, uh, uh, Motrek the other day was saying that yeah, Audi, I got, Audi that, I got that information from Motrek. Yeah. Uh, uh, Motrek was saying that Audi uses the same engine that Lamborghini uses in their SUV. They just cut the horsepower. I'm sure, yeah. So does that. Uh, 
Shout out Murtek, our our mechanical car expert. What's that? What's that? What's that new? Uh, Alfa Romeo. Alfa Romeo. Yeah. That's, I, that's, that's a that's a really interesting entry. Alfa Romeo is trying to enter into the U.S. market. I do not like those cars at all. I think they're awesome. I think they look terrible. I think the the four door the four door sedan looks great. No, I don't think. I mean, I think it looks good. Seventy k for a brand new one. Uh, but it's also like 450 horsepower. I guess that, like but that. so like, so there's an Alfa Romeo dealership in Evanston, and I feel like everyone that had a Subaru and Vicious. got a little bit of money now buys an Alfa Romeo, and they're the same people that you do want to. So I have a policy when I'm driving: I never follow someone in a Subaru. So like if, <laughs> if there's a Subaru that's driving even faster, I'll, I'll pull I'll pull into a slower lane because I do not want to follow a Subaru. I'll switch lanes because of that. Because for some reason, Subaru drivers, um, unless it's like a WRX or an Impreza, don't understand how driving works. So I never really? follow Subaru. Aren't they always like all about safety? Right, exactly. And that's not how you drive. You don't drive defensively, drive offense, offensively. And, that's, and Nick only knows what a WRX or an Impreza is because of me. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know what <laughs> well, he's probably like, what the fuck is that? He's probably yeah. Googling it right now. He looks like he's typing. Yeah. Trying to figure it out. Hey, we, we yeah. said no phones. Yeah. I'm using your computer as a phone. Get off. What are you talking about? Yeah, you heard, heard the whoop. You're the least engaging person in this conversation right now, right? <laughs> yeah, because I don't know anything about cars. Just listening to the genie. Hold on, hold on. Uh, who's our 49? Because Dan said he wanted to start the podcast with the question. Who's our 49? Um, how about a, how about a Jordan, Gary, yeah. Jordan plus San Francisco? Okay. Or Jake, no, Jake Arrieta. Cy Young, Cubs. Won the World Series with us. Sure, let's do that. 49. All right. Uh, Jordan plus Jake. Hold on. I want to confirm. If not, then we'll do 49ers. Jake Arietta Cubs. Speaking of wanting to start a question, this podcast with an engaging question, did I, did I just not ask a question and then it just blew off in terms of this whole what question? coronavirus? Like, what? Yeah, God, I'm good. What do you think that you're missing? Like, that was a good question. Was that did, I ask that, did I ask that question, Oli? What, what did what, you ask? Your last conversation. Huh? Did I just ask that question? If, uh, like, what do you miss the most uh, with this quarantine or something like that? I didn't or? ask that. I didn't ask that? I think I asked that. I'm we'll, pretty sure let, I did. Let's play it. We'll play it back. We'll let the, the audience decide. What was the but question I'm you wanted so, to start I'm with? I'm this question. And I really want – Don't wanna, say cake versus pie because I swear to God. <laughs> no, it's not pie. We already talked about that. Okay. So I really want to stay in the lane of this, all right? Because this 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 subject can really expand into several different avenues. I don't want to hear the other avenues. I just want to hear about this specific one and your thoughts around it. But do you believe in beginner's luck? Yeah, of course. Why? No, I don't. Ooh. All right, let's go. Ever, you ever been to a parking casino? Uh, yeah. Every time. Well, uh, well what, are we what are we defining beginner's luck as? As someone that doesn't know what they're doing and are just playing the odds? Or someone that's, uh, like, literally a beginner is, like, because they did it the, fir- be- because they did it the first time, they uh, are winning. Well, I think I think that you go both ways because it's the same thing. So let me, ask, let me ask you this, like, 
if I was like gonna like, all right, we're gonna do a, a gun shootout and I'm a beginner. Beginner's luck, uh, I'm gonna kill everyone or I'm gonna get a shot. Or you're gonna or shoot every disc up in the air or something like that. Okay, I'm just saying like, I think beginner's luck has a lot to do with the fact that, no offense to any beginner, that you're ignorant to how the game works. So you play it based on instinct. And based on instinct, you're playing against the odds, if we're talking about gambling, against the odds of the casino. So like if you have 19 on a blackjack table, you call a hit because you don't know what 21 is and you get a two, that's beginner's luck. But any other person- Yeah, yeah no, there's some more technical things. It would be, it would be a big case of beginner's luck if you were like, if you're like, oh, how do you uh, build this computer? And you just put every bolt together. Like, oh my God, that's beginner's luck. That's not, that's, 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 that is, I guess that's beginner's luck. Yeah, yeah. like if you do nothing about it, that'd be like, it would be amazing. You know what I'm saying? There's so many different aspects. And that's just like, that's it's like playing blackjack. There's so many different ways to play. Beginner's luck um, can be a way, but like you can sit at a blackjack table and you're like, uh, I don't know what to do. And the, the dealer tells you what to do. Right. I would just pass. But since you're playing, like, since it's your first time. Game, you ever? It hits, it hits, it hits. You Game, know? Uh, you ever have a new sales guy or saleswoman at Mazda who sold the car? Oh, yeah, and I've had people that have sold their first car and they have no idea what they, like, made in terms of commission. And, and like, it, some, like, sometimes they would be freaking outstanding. But 90% of the time is they make the minimum. So that's against beginner's luck. Well, that, I mean, they didn't have beginner's luck. Right. But that one person that says, you know, they're usually the more charming person that just, you know, like knows how to talk to a person. So you're charming and you know how to talk to a person, okay. Well, now you just need to overcome like the hurdles, you know. Right. And any and any sale. So like naturally, you can say that's beginner's luck. So like, I'm or trying- or you can have that component of like, hey, they just land on the specific car that just has a lot of room in their way, and they're like, yeah, here here are the numbers. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay, let's buy the car. Yeah. So like, th- there's a there's a little bit of skill involved there. But I'm thinking beginner's luck. I'm thinking. Pure chance. So like, uh, like it's, first thing I think about is gambling. Yes. Second thing I think about is like, I don't know, fishing, right? Okay. So like, like for instance, we were fishing and Rotrek spent like three hours putting his, his, his rod could... in the thing. It caught one fish. Uh, Matt, that doesn't fish, woke up in the morning, caught four fish in 10 minutes. This is the right time. Yeah. Um, yes, but fucking... You broke it down. Okay. Um, you broke it down to, well, is it best of luck or beginner's luck in terms of like winning a blackjack hand? Because there's so many like components to it. Like I'm talking about just like never experienced it. Maybe maybe have seen it, but never experienced it. Let's go casino or let's throw the pole out into the uh, the cast out into the water. And you catch the biggest fish. Is that do, do you do you believe in it? I believe in luck. Yeah. I don't believe in like because you haven't done it before, you are more lucky than someone that casts the same rod in the same spot. 
Yeah, I mean, you might not catch the biggest fish, but if you cast your post, you're more like you're one hundred percent likely to catch a fish compared to not casting your post. So let me ask you this: uh, so like, I'm not just beginners. Well, let me ask you this: someone that's never flipped a quarter, and someone that's like a quarter flipping, card throwing, whatever person, yeah, illusionist, whatever, um, they both flip a coin fifty times. Do you think the beginner is going to be more lucky? than the person that has flipped coins for their entire life. I mean, that's, that's a pure luck thing. I mean, there's odds and like, obviously there's like statistics Ooh, yeah. behind it, but do you think that person has more of an advantage because of their beginner's luck? Um, well, well, Lee believes in it. So you think that that guy's going to, yeah. That guy I, 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 yeah. I have a belief in beginner's luck because you have to at least try. And that's why I believe in beginner's luck. Like as long as you, as long as you cast the, the rod into the, into the water, you have that opportunity. 99% of the chance. More so than the other person? Uh, I mean, like I guess I'm bringing in the effort, but if the person never casts the, the, the line, they'd never catch a fish. So what I think beginners might have something to do with, let me, let me talk quickly. Or, or that kind of ties in that so too. what I think beginners luck might have something to do with is the fact that the ignorance might be an advantage as opposed to, I'm going to say big words, the preconceived notion of what you think is right to do at the time. So as a, an experienced fish, you might say, I'm yeah, going to yeah, fish yeah. at 6 a.m. I'm going to fish in a spot that doesn't have any weeds. And I'm going to fish with this kind of sinker, this kind of uh, bait, this kind of whatever. The beginner's luck throws in a fucking hook with zero bait on it, catches a fish. He's like, hey, I caught a fish. That's awesome. And then the, the experienced guy or girl is like, I couldn't figure it out. Because they had these systems in their head that told them this is the right thing to do. So that's where I think beginner's luck, quote unquote, happens like even at the roulette tables like everyone has their numbers you got to bet these odds you got to put something on double zero you got to do this you got to spread it out thinly and one guy puts a hundred dollars on 23 red and hits it beginner's luck or he's just ignorant and he just got lucky i don't know either way um i believe in beginner's luck if it is in my favor if i try something new i want to win in that uh, because I have, I don't have any like systems in place to tell me that I shouldn't. I mean, it's, it's a good deep thought, um, about beginner's luck. Like half court shots, well, like half court shots. Do you think someone that like half court shots are really just lobbing it, no, but like someone with skill knows how to lob it. Like me, it's skill. Other people it's lobbing. Uh, all right. So when I beat you that one time in a half court competition, that was half court competition. Nick, I, sh I made one with my left hand. Left. Right. Left. I made more than you did. Beat you with my left hand. I made more than you did. I could have blindfolded. Was that beginner's luck or what? No, Nick. Uh, if you haven't already been educated, let me tell you why they call me hand cash. Tell me. I showed you. I don't have to tell you. <laughs> so you don't want to tell me. <laughs> I showed you. I don't. I don't have to tell you. Well, well, tell the tell the audience. Why are you named Ham Cash? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Put you on the spot. Beginner's luck. Let's go. 
back in grade school, I was, I was wet from every point of the arc, any, anywhere, any place. And as a cocky little kid, when I was like in sixth grade, I would shoot. And before it even went in, I would always say money. I might have missed. I was still said money. Right. And then some older kids kept, like, so my last name's Hamden. They're like, hey, I'm cash. Then when I would say money, and then that took off. It's a, it's okay. a, it's a personal brand that's. So that's a, nick, so that's a nickname that's, that was given, not created. Correct. I remember some, some podcasters talking about, I think Bert, Bert, uh, Bert K. He was like, uh, people gave him nicknames, but he made up his own nickname or something. And I think uh, given nicknames are more valuable than made up nicknames. Like I gave myself the nickname of Mr. Clutch. I was not Clutch at all. And I stole it from Jerry West um, playing basketball. I was not Clutch at all. But this weekend when we were playing Polish Horseshoes, I told, we were down like, you know, 19 point, whatever. We were down and we needed four points. And I said, uh, I'm going to hit this bottle. You guys are going to walk away. I threw the Frisbee, hit the bottle. They walked away. And I said, Mr. Clutch. I said, they don't call me Mr. Clutch for no reason. But then we lost like four or five other games after that. Everyone, everyone always has that, uh, that nickname they've always wanted to have. You know? Yeah, Mr. Clutch. Like and, and then you try to enforce it and it never happens. I mean, yeah, true. So, I mean, Nick's, cool, Nick, uh, Nick's guy, cool guys, and like, or Nick Cool Guys in like some of your phones. What's what, what's my name in your phone, Paulie? Nick's guy. Okay, what's my phone in your name? Nick Cool Guy. Nick Cool Guy. I think I'm Nick Cool Guy in Seth's phone. I think I'm Nick Cool Guy in Dave's phone. I think that's why, because you inputted the contact name. Because <laughs> I did it myself. But but you you are a cool guy. So, I appreciate you. So uh, appreciate you. like that that fits the bill. That, that fits the bill. All right, good. At least we get that out of it. Oh, dude, I gotta tell you about uh, so this camping trip. Uh, we went out and we had a tent. I was going to say, you want to name, I'll, I'll put you Mr. Clutch in my phone book. If we close some deals. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, I closed one. I need three more. I closed three yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, close. That was closed. Contract is signed. Um, I'm going to close three more deals by the end of the year. You call me Mr. Clutch. All right. Anyway. Um, so we're on this camping trip. Right? Ali, you're not focusing. Come on. You went on this camping trip. I'm listening to the whole thing. And, um, we slept in a tent, right? And I slept next to Dave on a blow-up mattress, and then Merchick and Danny slept on a blow-up mattress. It was like an eight-person tent. Um, and I was sleeping, and we co- I covered myself with like a sleeping bag, and I left my feet out of the sleeping bag. I was like, oh, man, I should really put some socks on or like cover my feet because these bugs are going to get me. I didn't listen to myself. I woke up in the morning. I had at least – I am not kidding you. I have at least 100 – Mosquito bites on my feet. They're swollen. They they are all over the place. Why um, didn't you close the tent? It was closed. It was the bug. It was the bugs that was inside of it from like uh, just opening and closing it all day. Me. And, and it didn't mess with your face. No, I mean I don't have anything in my face. I mean you know mosquitoes, mosquitoes like feet. Let me let me see your feet. Oh, dude, you don't want to see yeah, them? I'll send you a picture. I have to show me right now. You get the bat light going. I don't want to see it, dude. Ugh. Ugh. 
He's got the herpes in the foot. I so <laughs> I, I I just pull off my scot my uh, my sock to my ankle, and I can see at least fifteen or twenty. Nick's foot looks like a, a pimpled faced teenager. Yeah, it's it's not good. And and so yesterday, yesterday I slept for at least twenty four hours in like a thirty six hour period. Um and. I got some like, uh, you know the stuff you put on your skin when you have chicken pox? It's called C something, not cortisol, but like something else. I got that spray can, sprayed all over my feet, solved it instantly. I need to put it on again because it's starting to itch again. Um, Speaking of things you get in the, the wilderness that you don't want to get, I got poison ivy in the knee real bad. What? You don't remember? Oh, shit. Like what was five that? years ago? Not five years ago. Uh, no, maybe even, maybe even like when I was like 21, maybe even. No, 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 no. Something like that. Five fucking eight years ago, something like that. Me and my, me and my buddies, we did like a hike in the woods at night. And we thought we were going towards an old trail. And the old trail ended up being a bunch of like shrubs and bushes. So I'm wearing shorts and I'm like, ah, oh, shit. You know, walking through, not paying attention. It's dark out. I wake up the next morning, my my knee itches, and I keep itching and I keep itching it. And then all of a sudden, like this, like rash starts coming out. And then once poison ivy gets like real big, like it almost becomes like a like little blisters. And these blisters are full of like the only way I can describe it is like super glue. Like it pusses out and it like sticks to your hands, like almost like tree sap. And uh, I, were they I, little red dots? They were little red dots in the beginning. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's kind of that looks like, right? Yeah, but if you keep bitching it, it might. I don't. I don't think because obviously you were in the tent. Yeah, but I don't know because I was wearing. I was barefoot most of the day, so maybe I stepped through some shit. But it doesn't hurt, does it? <laughs> yeah, and. I would wear, you know, khakis or whatever at my previous job. And at first I'd be like, you know, I don't, I don't need anything around it. And I get it on my, my pants and my pants, even after washing them, it would be like rock solid. Like you almost had like concrete stuck to your pants. Mm-hmm. Except it was like a clear film of like, I want to say pus, even though that sounds disgusting. Yeah. And then I would wear a knee brace with gauze. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, I wear a knee brace with gauze just, be, just to control the, the seepage. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I oh, got cream for it. We should have put a disclaimer before we started talking about this. I got cream for it. No, no. Like, like that's, 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 that is what poison ivy is. So, like, and I have, like, there's not a lot of people. Like, I would never call that on my enemies, like, to have poison ivy. Was it painful or just itchy? It was, like, it was itchy to the point, like, you just, like... You want to rip your skin yeah, off? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm feeling now, so. Uh, so, I mean, wilderness, it uh, uh, it can be your friend or it can be your enemy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I got an invite to go, go up there from Danny Mac, and I, was, I instantly said no. You, you didn't want to do it? I called you, too. I asked you to come. Yeah, I don't, I don't like. Uh, it was a blend. It I, was a hundred worth it. I, I'm I'm an urban. Okay, I don't do I don't do uh, fresh air and, and and greenery. I mean, it was it was a great time. 
and I appreciate Dave for setting it up. I want to do it again. We're, right, we're going to do it again. Yeah. We're going to do it again end of September in Colorado on a mountain. Are you down? I need to know full details. You can't just throw out like. Yeah, Colorado on a mountain. Uh, I'm a little worried. Do I got to hike that bitch? A lot of us are. No, not hike. Just bring your guns for the bears. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, I want to cap a bear. No. no I'm, I'm, I'm staying in my lane. I'm an urban, okay? I, I do urban things. I get it. I get it. A campground, maybe okay. Yeah, I, I can mess with a campground. Yeah, of course, I'm a campground. I'm going to literally post up on a mountain. You said the wilderness. The campground. That, I mean, it's somewhat wilderness. It's controlled wilderness. I don't think we need to go that far, but I'm down. I'm down to go somewhere with just like a, a little link front, you know? Not like, that, place is nice. I like, that place is nice. Um, Let's get a log cabin from Wisconsin. Hanson? The t -Pain. Um All right, moving on from, from the wilderness. That was a good discourse on poison ivy and, pip and pimple face. Let's talk about current events that no one cares about. Fine. What do you want to talk about, Nick? Dickhead? I mean, you said Ellen, Bill Gates, and what else? TikTok. Ellen, Ellen is a let's great person. About, let's talk about the app that Ellen, listen, listen, Ellen is a great person. I don't care what she did. Wow. Uh, unless she terrible. literally trusted someone. What? She's a terrible person. She treats people terribly. And All right. So like, I mean, that's cancel culture talk. Let's 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 see the results of the investigation. Blah blah blah. Um, even if she promoted a toxic work uh, work culture, like Dan said it himself, you aren't get are you aren't going to get to the top unless you are mean. I mean, I don't believe that, but in Ellen's case, Not she's done mean. she's done a lot for the LGBTQI community uh, or LGBTQ plus community. Um, and you know, I first, first I just moment before it. driving the bus just right over me, I'm saying you need to be mean to be successful. Well, I was just saying, like, I'm not gonna say beats, like, you don't get to the top. You gotta have a drive, you gotta have you gotta have expectations, you gotta be cutthroat, you gotta be aggressive, is more is our, our better ways of explaining it. Instead I mean, that's of, what I meant. I'm sorry for like putting you under the bus <laughs> uh, last, last week when like Bezos, Cook. Zucks were on the stand. Uh, I forgot the Google CEO's name, but they were getting uh, they're on the stand being questioned by our government. Yeah, well, they they said what their press secretary told them to say. Yeah. So I don't believe anything they said. Like, I want to hear what you talk about with your friends when you're having drinks. Yeah, that's, a, that's when I know how you actually think about things. Right. Like, I understand, like, Tim Cook said something about China and that they're doing a great job. And even though he didn't realize that he was putting himself under the bus by saying that, um, I, I don't know. The, like, corporations are, like, with that are serving so many people are, da are bound to leave some people out. That's what, that, but that's what I'm kind of going at with, with, with Dan's point of, like, I don't think being mean is, is a is a wrong like generalization. Like those people were assholes to get to where they, they wanted to be. To, to some people, but not meaningfully. It's not like I'm gonna go out today 
I need to be an asshole to make it big. It's like, hey, I need I need this script written. You didn't write the script. You're fired. You suck because Cut you're pissed off. Is that a word for instead of me? What you say? Cutthroat. Is that a better word than me? Yeah, that's different. That's different because cutthroat. There's a reason for you uh, using anger to prove a point. Okay. Like, like I like. There's different forms of management. You could be the leader, which a lot of like Ellen and all those people are. Um, but you can you can see leadership in a lot of different ways. You could be a supportive leader. You could be a what is it called? There's going to be people that say Ellen is amazing. She does anything for employees. And then there's always going to be that person that says, I don't really like Ellen. She doesn't do anything for employees. You know, there's always going to be every point of view. But the problem is, is, fucking the problem is that three, four, five, ten people that say the bad thing, they're going to cause the downfall of Ellen's quote-unquote empire. Yeah. Like, they're going to be like, like she a hundred percent did some things that were wrong a hundred percent like she's been in business she's touched a lot of people touched a lot of like areas of business yeah, there's no way you 100%. say everything perfectly to every employee all the time because sometimes emotions get involved and sometimes you get pissed off and sometimes you might tell somebody to go fuck themselves and you don't want to after <coughs> 10 years there should be like some policies like all right <coughs> you employ a thousand people if at least 200 people, 20% yeah. say you're an asshole, then you've done something wrong. But if yeah. six people say it, then... Then Trump's a good person or whatever the fuck. No, because, because 50% of the com- uh, country thinks that he's an asshole and is doing Obviously, wrong. they didn't because he got elected. N- not by, by popular vote, by electoral college. Hillary won the popular vote. That's facts. That is facts. But, like, like, still, either way, like, there needs to be, like... Obviously, Kevin Spacey, he did wrong. He molested and took advantage of his coworkers. So he should be, um, you know, ostracized and, and criminalized because he did illegal things. But if, I don't know, it's hard. Yeah, if just someone to go fuck themselves in a decade, I don't know. I've, I've, I've dealt with shitty very shitty bosses, managers, all that kind of shit. You can't close down a small place because it's it's small. It doesn't matter, you know. No, right. I'm gonna let's 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 move on from Ellen, Nick. To explain to me how a photography company, Kodak, turns into a pharmaceutical company with a billion dollar loan from the government. That's pretty easy. Yeah, we can do that now too. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Trump- Come, sign me a check for a hundred million dollars. I will be a pharmaceutical company tomorrow. They were making they were making uh, materials for pharmaceutical companies. Right. So so they were, so like they so they were a chemical company. Yeah. They, they made film, right? So they made chemicals. Um, they refused to pivot from that to the digital age. That's when they fell, and now they were like, all right, we should do it. Like we make chemicals and COVID's happening and Trump's gonna give it's us. It's the greatest pivot of the decade. It's going to be no, no, twenty twenty, but only twenty thirty. Only from a expectation standpoint. Yeah, what's the stock price? I just want to check my phone for the stock price. I want to see what the stock price is at now. No, they're down now because they shot up two thousand percent in a week. Oh uh, yeah, down thirty one percent today. Yeah, 
You're they, still a millionaire if you have if, if you're the founder of your CEO Kodak. Well, he was a millionaire before that. I know, but he <laughs> blasted off like uh, Jeff Bezos. So before that, it was like what two dollars or eight dollars, and then look at the five. Look at the five year. Okay. It's it's like steady. The five year they were at eighty something. It's like two to three to oh okay yeah wow. So wow. Like, there, uh, I mean. I would, I would have loved to have 10K in Kodak two months ago and kept it. Yeah. I would have been a anybody, 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 10K? No, that's 200K. 2,000%. What's 10K to $200,000? No, that's like 2 million. No, it's 2,000. I ran the numbers with Scott after we, uh, we talked about it. Anybody who put a, an absurd amount of money in before that, like two months ago, they should be thrown in jail. Um, yeah, Dude, maybe. No. I mean, That's... then call Pitbull. Tell him to go to jail. What's 2,100% in decimals? Uh, 2.20.00. Oh. 20 times your money. It's 20 times your money. What's no. 20? Yes, yeah, 20 times your money. 200% is 2 times your money. 2,000% is 20 times your money. Nick is correct. 20%. Nick is correct. Times 20. That's 200K. Are you guys waiting for me? Yeah. Still, that's a great return. Fantastic return. Sure, have a great idea. I mean, like, that's a great investment. Like, imagine if you had just a couple thousand in there. Anyway, but like Kodak. So I read this book, and I told you about this book, Willie, and I asked you to read it or listen to it on Audible. It's called Bold. And they talked about the demise of Kodak and the fact that everything is democratized. And like, all right, you own the space of pictures and printing pictures. Then someone else comes in and says, hey, you don't need to pick, uh, print pictures anymore. Pictures are free, and they're just on your phone or on your computer, on your device. Kodak didn't... Maybe for good reasons now, because now they're now in the uh, medical field. But they were like, no, we're going to stick with making film. We think film's going to stick around forever. And then film fell, and film doesn't exist anymore, and film sucks, and film is all this other stuff. Um, every industry is democratized. Like, Netscape used to charge people $10 a month for internet. I actually just logged on to my mom's Yahoo account, and I had my ad blocker on. And I said, please disable your ad blocker or pay three forty nine a month to have email um, ad free. Sure. To re like undemocratized email. Um, but every, every industry is going to be like that. Like money, like finance right now, it's being democratized. Like you used to have a checking account. You had to pay $10 a month to have a checking account to be able to write checks and, and use your card. Now everyone's saying free checking, no overdraft fees. 1% APY, all this other stuff, and it's going to become that next industry is democratized. Um, like Blockbuster too, right? Yeah, I mean, that, that, yeah, that was eliminated because of democratization and just the fact that content is available everywhere. But like Netflix is going to be disrupted too with like TikTok and like all these other things. Like Microsoft's trying to buy TikTok, the YouTube, US market. YouTube is going to be disrupted the next. I said that last week, and you guys disagreed with me. Well, because we, uh, Dan, Dan and I believe in uh, 
long form content. And we haven't seen a pl platform that brings long, long form content into the, the foreground. You guys are old. YouTube's still gonna be a thing five years from now because there's just so much opportunity in a way, but there's so much of us. More and more companies are gonna go video as they are now. If anything, if, if anything, it's just it's just another like TikTok is just taking a bigger slice, and I think it it'll definitely kill more cable TV because these kids growing up, they're not watching any fucking cable TV. And Apple's they're watching YouTube. They have their own YouTube channels. They have their own Instagrams. They have their own everything. It's like, it's like our parents are on, you know, Facebook and, and Snapchat. It's uh, those parents will eventually transition to TikTok if they haven't already. And then two to three years from now or five years, we'll have another social media platform that will be the next big wave. That's why I'm saying Apple and Disney will own the world because they're going to buy up all these smaller things. They have a very diverse business, hardware, software, services. They understand how the markets work. And they're they're putting money into it. It's funny, like back back to that uh, that thing last week with uh, you know all those big players and American capitalism. Like one company that nobody talks about is Disney, and how much they own all of media. They, they own ABC, they own ESPN, they own everything. Hulu, NBC, Fox. They bought Fox. Yeah. They own Fox News. They own Fox. Uh, that's, that's one of the reasons I invested in Disney because I know Apple's going to buy them. <laughs> when did you make that? Next, I remember you saying that. Call, call us out. Let, let's make this marker on the podcast. Apple will buy Disney in the next two years. 100% guarantee it. This is not financial advice, not stock tips. Uh, disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. But well, Apple will Steve buy Disney. Steve Jobs to be part of Pixar. Steve Jobs created Pixar. He, he dropped the seed. Great Pixar, and then sold to Disney. He's gonna be above Be Bezos. Steve Jobs is dead. Would he be above <laughs> Bezos if he was alive now? Uh, no, because Tim Cook isn't. Well, Tim Cook isn't on the same shares, is he? No. I wonder what happened to Steve uh, or uh, Steve Jobs' shares. When, did they go to his daughter? I don't know. If it, if they did, she's a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> Not just a billionaire. I don't know if he owned that much of the company. Because remember, you got kicked out, then brought back in, and all this other stuff. Now you're gonna, now you're yeah. yeah. Um, I saw the specs for the new iPhone. What do you think? I didn't see him. You tell me. Um, it's not coming with the hundred. The 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 Pro one isn't coming with the hundred and twenty gigahertz chip the hertz display you mean the 120 hertz display yeah they're not no apparently not it's a big boo-boo yeah um you're going from three cameras to four i think we're at a stalemate with uh phones have you heard of this company called OnePlus? no it's uh so OnePlus is a smaller company that's coming out with really competitive phones and they're competing with Samsung and Apple. Um, and they're like a no-name brand right now, but if you're an Android person, that's very competitive with like a Samsung Galaxy or a Samsung Note. Um, the only problem is that 
Apple owns the services and software of iOS and iOS is the best operating system for a phone that's available today. Like Android people will say no. Android people will say like, hey, you know, you get to customize all this stuff. But like, there's nothing better than an ecosystem that is fully connected and within a single ecosystem. Because like, try an, try an Android watch or a Google watch, whatever. It is not the same experience as having an iPhone and a Mac and all this. And I get I'm bought in and I'm, I'm an Apple fanboy, but like, I would never, I'm never leaving. I'm 100% bought in. Nick, remember I, I had this conversation with you last March, 2019. Like, what the fuck is Apple doing with their hardware? Like, where's and your- I told you, And I told you they're turning into a services company. Yeah. What, happened? what happened? They turned into a services company. But still, like, the hardware is their bread and butter. That's where they make their best margin. They said it, that it wasn't. They're making more money off of the services. What's the margin on services? 100 fucking percent. No, it's not. There's overhead to all that. Right. I know, but I'm saying, like, Compared to hardware, they're losing money on Apple TV. They're losing money on uh, Apple Arcade. Losing money on like all the services. Calling out all the crappy services. How much are they losing on the app store? Their bread and butter main services. How much are they losing on all their services? How much are they losing on iCloud services? How much are they losing on all these other services? Nothing. Like the margins are way higher in services, and that's like. Okay, so iCloud. What else? uh, App Store. They get 30% of all of the in-app purchases from, from millions of developers. Okay, so like... More. Hmm? I, know, I know music is like 40%. And music, like, same thing with Spotify. Music, I don't know what the margins are because they have to pay royalties to, like, the artists. But, but if you... But I'm saying, if you bought an Apple, Apple... Listen, Apple Music is struggling. They are going to buy Spotify. <laughs> Apple TV is struggling. They are going to buy Disney. They have the capacity. They have the capacity. They are cash they rich. Money. Yeah, they have the. They have. They're cash rich. It's a, it's all it's all in Ireland. I tried to find it when I was over there. What? All their money. That's where that's to where it's stored at. So I got to pay taxes. <laughs> Ireland, you cannot have to pay taxes. So. Uh, Not if you incorporate there. You know, you know, if, you, if you fly to Ireland, there, there's. Uh, um, we have our own, our own, uh, what are they called? Border patrol. So when you land, like when you fly from Dublin to the U S you don't have to go through customs. Oh, really? Cause, uh, yeah. Cause Facebook's space was there too. I know Apple's there. Who else? Can't think of any other like major companies, like a, but like a fast pass for uh, customers. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Donald Trump's picture is in the in in the Dublin airport too. Nice. So in twenty eleven, Steve Jobs only owned point zero six percent of Apple. Yeah, I believe that. Which, so it's still which like, at that like, time was worth two billion dollars. And he that, never paid salary. Worth way more than that. Huh? That's crazy. He should be worth way more than that. So that's why I respect him. That's why I respect him, man. He wasn't listen. there for the money. He's there to change the fucking world. But listen, listen. So, he owned, so you're missing the point here. He owned 0.6% of Apple, right? Which at, in 2011 was worth $2 billion. Today? It, uh, no. I'm saying today it's worth? 
today, well, times 10, they're worth a yeah. trillion dollar company, right? Yeah. No, but 0.6, but. No, but if that was worth $2 billion times 10, they're a trillion dollar company, right? Right now, yeah. Yeah, so he would be worth 20 million, but obviously. 20 billion. 20 billion compound interest, all that kind of yeah. fun stuff. But he also, or he also had. 138 million shares of Disney. <laughs> which in 2011, in 2011, was worth $7.4 billion. All right? So, I'm going to... What's... what's he, he had to have had a salary as well, right? No, he, I think he took a dollar salary. I mean, what was Disney worth in 2011, and what are they worth now? So Disney today is worth market cap 210 billion dollars. How many shares? Did it? It's worth 116 dollars a share. Five years ago, it was worth 150. I mean, it's not that different. Five years ago, but that's five years ago. Just Google what was Disney worth ten years ago. That would be a more accurate. All right. Anything else on this topic? No. Let's talk about uh, Microsoft buying TikTok. Then I want to hear your goals. I I think I trust China more than I do Bill Gates. Oh, are you part of the camp that he's trying to vaccinate all of us? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's kind of good idea. So in 2000, it was $37 a share. Now it's at 116 So triple. Yeah, so he'd be worth $100 billion right now. Still lower than Bezos. Lower plus, than Bezos. plus Apple right now is splitting their stock, so even better. Is it four for one? Yes, sir. And uh, August or some shit. Dude, Amazon needs to, to split its stock. Why do you think they need this? They could be so important to buy. They want to be more of a retail fucking brand. Well, you would you say why Apple did it? Consumers own their company. Yeah, I mean that's that's the goal. That's the only reason to split it at this level. Yeah. It's a smart move. That's a very Amazon. Cool. Amazon right now is thirty one hundred dollars a share. They need to do like a ten for one split. <laughs> Just stop being so poor and buy buy a share. Uh, I can buy fractional shares, and all I care about is percentages, so I don't mind it. Um, yeah, I mean they're 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 like approaching uh, Bitcoin numbers. Trump flips on TikTok, which is big U.S. U.S. sales cut. So Trump is now a TikTok supporter. So like one of the things I read about like the whole Microsoft buying TikTok thing is that their CEO met with Trump, and then after that said he wants to buy TikTok, which means he has insider news thinking that Trump is going to ban TikTok in the U.S. Like, hey, let me buy it for fucking, you know, a hundred million, a billion dollars or whatever, and then take it over while they're, they're never going to make it in the U.S. without a U.S. company owning it. Then Microsoft is going to start listening into all of our conversations, and now the U.S. will have all that data. So either way, like... Yeah, because uh, no one is using Bing, and they can't get... They can't farm people's data. No I don't think Bing is a thing anymore, but like Microsoft's doing well. They're oh, great they on hardware. 
So they are they are doing what Apple did 20 years ago, focusing on hardware. Hardware? And and hardware, yeah. Surface Pro, Surface Book. I'll they're all they're blowing up. Yeah, they're blowing up. And their so and their Azure, their uh, Amazon uh, Web Services AWS competitor is doing well as well. Okay. So they're focusing on hardware and then cloud services. I, I just don't think there's going to be enough transparency for me to like believe that China's going to be like be completely out of the loop. Like, what operations is Microsoft going to take over? Just, I like, mean, I think they're going to buy. So I think they're going to buy all of the rights to the data. So they're going to listen to all these teenagers and like make more products from it. Right, but like, but China being that they own that parent company, ByteDance, like. They're, they just have nothing involved. Like they're not going to be able to. Oh, I mean, Microsoft's going to pay a pretty penny for that, but I think they're going to put I, all all of that all, all of that computation stuff on Microsoft services, so China won't have access to it. Okay. What if but, you know it would be a smart business move for Bill Gates if he made TikTok exclusively and relaunched Microsoft phones, re relaunched his Microsoft phones. But he wants Microsoft phones. You never know. I guarantee you. So he he always has something cooking. Yeah, like putting microchips in our bodies. Anyway, let's move on to our goals. Um, Wally, what are your goals for the week? Um, what were your goals last week? I wanted to walk ten thousand steps four days a week. I did that. Let me check my my steppies. You are. We need to write these down. You are getting ten thousand steps this week. No, no, I was to do 10,000 steps for four days a week uh, during this week. So let's see, I did it today. I didn't do it yesterday. I didn't do it Sunday or Saturday. I did do it Friday. I did do it Thursday. And I did it Tuesday. The count is four. There you go. Um, I, I just got back into doing uh, more deadlifts, so I'd like to get – um, I don't know if I'll be able to do this goal within a week. This is more of probably a one to two month goal. Um, but trying to get my deadlift back up to at least two plates, so like 225. Um, I'm working with shout out, shout out Alex Bourne. I know he's listening. Um, I've for, for the longest time I've known since I was 14, I used to always say that he was one of the most useless human beings that was ever created. Uh, but uh, he's coming. He's coming in the clutch with not only the helping me with my my lifts, but also nutrition. Uh, so I appreciate him very much. Uh, I'll never say this to his face, but he can listen on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, you called him useless. Yeah. No, no, he's useless. Like now, he's useful. They always say uh, if your friends aren't useful, you should get rid of them. I've been trying to get rid of Alex and uh, end this for the long run. I've been, I've been trying to get rid of Alex for uh, <laughs> more than half my life. And now he's becoming useful, so he's your confidant. Yeah, I mean, it. I I, I know health is a very important aspect of your body. Yeah, <laughs> you, okay. you need to live a healthy, healthy lifestyle to uh, for your body to perform and. You know, we're not spring chickens anymore, so I'm I'm happy that I have like a, a plan and it's working and shout out, shout out Alex. 
What? Where are you going? What are your, what are your goals for next week? A weekly goal? I mean, dude, I just want to like, I just want to stay consistent. That's it. You want to track track all your macros? Do you want to lose a pound? Do you want to? I've been tracking my macros every every meal. I've been losing close to a pound every week. I've been sending you guys the updates. Um, you know what I want to do? I'm going to go back into our archives. Uh, I will I will sift through our first five episodes and try and clip together a little highlight. And I'll just there you go. And I, I want to I want to see and hear that because it's going to be a completely different um, type of content. And let's start the podcast with that five minute clip. No, 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 no. It's it's. I'm going to listen to five episodes and I'm going to clip together a full episode. And maybe we'll do two episodes a week, one this one being a brand new one, and then one later in the week on a Thursday or Friday with the highlights. highlights. Okay. All right. That's a goal for next week. So next week, all of our listeners can expect a podcast Tuesday morning and then again Friday morning. Yes. Okay. I like that. I actually love that. And I will listen to both of those. Dan, what are your goals, or what, what what were your goals last week, and what are your goals this week? I think I was run three times, uh, which I did, uh, especially if we count today, maybe not if we didn't count today, No, because um, I ran this morning. But then you had a goal that I matched. I don't know if I did. Not drinking? Oh, yeah, you said two days out of the week? No, I said, I said drink one less day than you normally would. Uh, so I went four days straight without drinking. No shit. Uh, Monday through Thursday. And I wouldn't even like – today's the first day I actually drank compared to my uh, – no, Saturday. Hey, you had a weekend. Yeah, but like, I guess I drank, but I – Yeah, no, like I have a glass of wine and go to sleep. Yeah, so – Friday, or no, Saturday, I, or Saturday, I mean, Friday I went to a, this, like, wedding reception, small crowd, COVID. Um, yeah. uh, I had two non-alcoholic beers, and then two regular beers. There you go. And that was, and then I had a drink when I got home. So, Dan, were you, how were you feeling the, during your four days of sobriety? Um, made you realize I had an addiction. <laughs> uh, to be truthfully honest. So you were feeling like different, like mentally, like you were like, were you feeding for a drink or? Yeah, uh, uh, feeding for some type of brain relief because I'm I'm a very antsy person. I'm like not antsy, but like I'm just always what's next. And I guess alcohol helps me slow that down. It's more like, what's this? What's now? Yeah. In a way. Uh, at least I feel that way. I don't know if others feel that way, but no. Yeah. Uh, we, we can talk about that in my therapy, therapy podcast. Okay. So how, but, but overall, like, did, did you weigh yourself? Did you, did you lose weight at all? Or do you know? Uh, Being that I had a weekend 
uh, I would call it a mini trip with my girlfriend and we went out to some restaurants. Probably not. Uh, I didn't weigh myself. I will weigh myself tomorrow morning. I don't expect good numbers, but I'll I'll uh, I'll share it with the with the crowd here, and I'll continue this upcoming week in a, on a better path. There you go, man. He runs double days less of drinking. What are your goals for next week? Uh, I want to do the same drinking thing. Uh, so. I'm going to shoot for two. Two days of drinking until next Monday night. Yes. Okay. Um, whoa, whoa, but you got to remember, you can't just like wash this whole day away. This still counts. So this, this Dan, would be one day of drinking if you want to do two days. One day. Yeah. I'm, I'm down for that. And then uh, next week when we jump on the podcast again, if you're having drinks, that's your second day. Yes. No, then you're counting the same day as two. You're right. You get one more dip. No, no, what? No, no, no. You, well, so, no, that's, that's, that's technically one day from the last start of the podcast. Starting, starting tomorrow is the new week. Okay, so then you have, yeah. So you have one day, and then if you drink on the podcast next week, that's another day. Two days. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Have one more day. So, drink two days. What's the other goal? Um, I just want to continue the activity in terms of running. I really want to ride my bike, but now I have flat tires, and I don't know if I have enough income in my week to spend. I'll buy you an inner tube. It's not the inner tube. It's the tires. Yeah. I, I bought I bought several inner tubes. Uh, um, but it's probably going to cost me about a hundred bucks for tires. So, I want to ride my bike, but I'm going to continue the run. Uh, three three days out of this week, three walks, same distance. So three runs, three walks. Yeah. Hey, that's that's a full plate. That is. But I don't mind walking, so kind of like that. But yeah. All right. Uh, so we better make today count. Let's get another bottle. Okay. Let's get another bottle. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I don't think you buy alcohol in Chicago after 9 p.m. anymore. Um, anyway, so my goals, I think, last week were to ride my bike three times and to sell a few hundred bucks, right? You need to write these down. We should actually post these. So, Waleed, let's uh, post on social, like in a graphic, Waleed's goals, Dan's goals. Uh, in a goals. graphic? You're asking. Yeah. I mean, you got Canva. It's free, dude. Just do it. Um just go to Canva.com. Why don't we just text it in our group? You can do that, too. Um, I'm going right now. All right. So my goals last week were to sell above $200. Uh, we did that. And I think on, you did. I think you said $150. Last week. Oh, we surpassed that, then. Yeah, yeah. Um, we sold some good items. Uh, we also stocked up our inventory, uh, loaded up into the office. Even though, so like, even though I was out for the weekend in terms of sales, we still sold a bunch, made a lot of people happy. And uh, Ashley, yesterday or the day before, donated all that food to a food pantry. Um, so that was that was a success. Um, and then I did my three bike rides. This week, I want to go. I want to take a break during my like first shift and second shift. 
I do like a bike ride at like 5 p.m. <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then a 10 mile bike ride on Saturday. So those are my goals. So um, bike rides. Uh, and you're bumping up the court. Bike uh, rides? Like, uh, on yeah. Saturday? Bike rides and what else? A, a 20 mile bike ride should take you an hour. No, a 10 mile bike ride took us. Are you biking or are you? I mean, we went on a trail. It's kind of relaxed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so fine, I'll do that. Let's do all right, an hour and a half bike rides. Like a like a five to ten mile bike ride Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then a twenty mile bike ride on Saturday with Ashley. Um, so I'll commit to that. Um, oh, another one of my goals from last week was to track all of my calories, and I did that all the way up until Saturday where I had a shit show of a weekend and just drank whiskey and Bud Light seltzers all weekend. Uh, but I didn't eat any carbs. So, like, there were tortillas, there was bread. I just ate the beef. I ate the, the steak. So I did well there. Then Sunday I had McDonald's breakfast. So that cashed all of that. So bike rides and track calories? Uh, bike rides, track calories, $200 worth of sales for next week. By Monday. And figure out what the fuck's going on with my foot. Okay, I have chicken pox. Yeah, bug bites. Yeah. There you go. <clears throat> Screenshot that, share it on Instagram. Highlights, two edits. <clears throat> Alright, those are our goals. Waleed, wrap up the pod. Appreciate you guys for listening. Thank you all for listening. Appreciate uh, every single one of you who stuck with us. Before you pause, didn't we have like a giveaway that anyone? Nope. No, no, no one won our giveaway. So uh, still out there. Um, if not, we'll think of a new way next week. But uh, don't forget, love you guys, and stay hustling. Bye.